Hi, I'm Liz Cully, and welcome back to Cool, Cool, Cool. Each week, I give you a glimpse into what I think is cool and chat with a ton of people that are definitely cool. No topic is off bounds unless, I guess, it's not cool. Welcome to Cool, Cool, Cool. What's really fun about the podcasting space is meeting other podcasters that are cool and become your friends. I've been so lucky to kind of join this world, what I feel like was later in life, and meet so many people that I love. I was a huge fan of Bad Queers podcast a couple years ago, right during the pandemic. They started their podcast, Chris and Shana, the same time that I started my previous podcast. And I would always kind of watch what they were doing and listen to their episodes. And I just, I loved them. They were both living in the Bay Area at the time, friends, colleagues, and they just had this incredible chemistry that it's pretty like infectious. I feel like you listen to Bad Queers and you feel like you just listened to two friends catching up. But I don't know, like in a really fun, intimate, special way. So it's been a little while since I've talked to Chris and Shayna. And I was like, you know what? Why has it been so long? These two, they need to be on my show. Only the Patreon friends get video. You know why? Okay. Because so they're the real ones. I, like, I can, I can, I can update this if you need to. Make it look nice. Why? Wow, you look whatever. good. I'm in what I call a hostage negotiation room. This is my wife's <laughs> office. It's just white. It's so weird. I hate being in here. It's like so strange. She, she doesn't want any of her clients like to be distracted by her background. So I literally look like yeah. I'm like, um, no, it just looks like you're a serial you know, literally I look like I'm yeah. like, please just give them anything they ask for. <laughs> um, Yo. I didn't tell them anything. Um, uh, Today is May 4th. Exactly. <laughs> it's 6 a.m. May the 4th. May the 4th be oh, with you. Yeah, May the 4th be with you. I mean, bad queers. This is the, this is the thruple that I've been waiting for for so long. <laughs> um, have, speaking of thruples, speaking of threes, I love that this is how we're starting. Happy yeah, third right. anniversary. Thank hey. you. Hey. How many well done, episodes well was that? What a pro. You know? It's like I've done it before. Yeah. It's, it, that's professional shit. We're at like, what, 150? Damn. And some change. Yeah, 150. Change. Yeah. Yeah. 151. Have me on as a guest. What's good? I know. Right? Let's go. 151. If you're going to have those other faulty people on there, might as well have me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, seriously. And now you... But um, no, it's been good. We were, you know, we were a pandemic podcast, even though we were planning it before the pandemic, but we were a pandemic podcast. So we've actually never recorded in person. So we were talking about that. We were like, yo, like... We really have to do one in person at least. Like so. together in person? Together, together in, in person. person. The podcast has never seen us in the same room recording. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> at all. We've crossed many a time zone. Yeah. Wow. Many a location yeah. that we have recorded, when but we have never move? recorded Because the you same moved. Room. I mean, that would, it, it was obviously like lockdown, but then you moved to Phoenix. For, wait, San Diego, then Phoenix, then well, Chicago. Well, yeah, I did so. like, I did like a mini, a mini nomad trip and then... Yeah. Moved in with my girlfriend because that's the slippery slope that happens. Mm. I feel like that's like the queer gap year is what you just described. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you just couch surfing and then moving in with your girlfriend. That's what ah, all Phoenix, San Diego. Right there. What, what was Phoenix like? Yeah, so I've lived there before. So okay. this was almost like when my girlfriend moved, she moved 
two Julys ago, three Julys ago. I don't know. She moved on the summer and I was like, we have only been dating for six months. I am not moving mm. with you. Mm. But smart pandemic hit. It was starting to calm down a little bit. I was like, you know what? There's nothing really that's keeping me here anymore. Let me just go ahead and bounce around and just go and stay with friends and see different cities that I've thought about living in. And so I went down the coast of California and I had lived in Arizona before I moved to California. So I had some friends that were still there and got to go and live there. Phoenix itself is pretty cool. Mm. Like it's chill, but it's also still very white. That's and what gets me. No, it's literally it's as a bubble. cis white woman, I'm queer, it's but the I'm bubble like, of Ooh. things because Phoenix is gorgeous. It's beautiful. It There's lots of hikes that you can do. Yeah, the hiking. Looks There's good. lots of yeah, the hiking is great. You know, bachelorette parties love to bachelorette party there. Mm. And it's a, it's a hot commodity, um, literally and figuratively. But overall, it's a nice, safe ish little bubble. Of things. There's a couple of queer bars. The only one that I really got to go to was like this country lesbian bar. Mm. And literally that's what you did was you went in and did your little two-step dances and mm. all of that in this like really, really, really strange bar that was in the mm. middle of nowhere. And then you went yeah, to Chicago. I knew where it was. And then I went to Chicago. And I was only supposed to come for two months because my girlfriend had only lived in California. Shut up. And my girlfriend had only lived in the beginning. I was like, you're wasting California. time. There's no batting. I know where you're going to end up. <laughs> hey, hey, call on me. Hey, I know where you're going to hey, end up. <laughs> hey. So I was only supposed to come for two months because she had never lived outside Cali. So she'd never done like a Chicago winter. I had lived in central Illinois and Minneapolis. And so I was in Chicago a lot. And so I was like, I'll come out. Make sure that you don't get that seasonal depression up. and snuggle. We just kept making plans and more plans and more plans. And then it was like, are you staying? I was like, I guess I'm staying. And what was that? When was that? You said when was? Yeah. When, when? Was, that yeah. was last year. Oh, okay. So it's been January here. last year. I was supposed to only come for January, February last year. And here we are. I've been back. Taylor's all this time. Taylor's all you this know? time. And then Chris yeah. has a whole grown up child. A fucking family. Yep. Like what? Yep. Child oh, has a briefcase and a 401 baby. Briefcase. He has his own law firm. He does look yep. like a little, like a just a little slick back. He has his little fro. Yes, I have a whole eight month year old. Uh, it is wild. He has his little personality. Um, before you got on, Shannon, we were talking about, I need to do his full birth chart. Yeah, because I was important. like, what's his sun, his rising, his moon? She didn't know. And here's the thing. The fact I that you know, that is hilarious. No, isn't that crazy? It is crazy. Because like my mom is an old white lady who like doesn't love me. Do you know what I mean? So like she <laughs> mm. doesn't know where my birth certificate is. Every time I've asked her what time I was born, it has changed. <laughs> it, is very it has <laughs> been a variety of numbers. And that is very important when you're going and doing your chart. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. I was looking through some paper. I've already forgotten it, but I finally found my baby book. Did you start a baby book for him? Like first no, well, coup, like first pictures, step. But, mm, not really. I mean, it's all on the phone, basically. Okay, fine. Well, back in the we'll do one of those because they have like keepsake and all these other yeah, shits exactly. where you just send your pictures and videos. So. But mine was like two months. Like she just puddled, piddled out. She was like, nah, yeah. whatever. It was like, Elizabeth, yeah, this, this is a, a lot of good effort. Start, whatever. Start. <laughs> but it finally had my time. Like birth my time birth and time. Everything. And I finally got it. And it was a little bit different than I thought it was. But I think if you get his full chart, you'll really understand. You know what? Actually, don't get his chart. I know I sort of sent you a, a baby present already, but I'm going to gift you a baby chart. <laughs> it's the whitest I actually want to look at a lesbian. lesbian. I was like, if y'all... 
gayest thing I can do. Wow. <laughs> Honestly, that should be on a list of things that queer folks should it get should for 100%. Like their Auntie babies Liz and stuff. This is, is it. I got you. I this is nice. what I'm going to do. So don't do it. My friend Ramona, who's amazing, I will have you just got to give me all the information and we'll get his chart okay. done. I'm going to send it to you. Yeah, no, we need this to we, then we got to circle back for a reveal because again, mm. he's a he is a Virgo, born August 31st. He was born on the fucking hottest day out here um he was born three weeks early because That's he right. does what he wants because uh. yes um from the very get-go does what he wants um and yeah the first four months are crazy i didn't grow up particularly wanting a baby or thinking it was possible so um, i definitely warmed up to it um when i got married and before we got married i was like yeah that'd be cool but I'm scared of babies like they have loose necks and they're very, you know, breakable and everything. Like, honestly, their necks. Had you are changed loose. a diaper like, before your son? No, yeah. I had not. Like, oh, man. I had I hadn't done any of that stuff. Like and then where I was kind of born in like my cousin order, like I don't really I didn't really have a baby around. So, yeah, I didn't really have experience with it. So the first four months. I would say just super, just like nerve wracking. Like, that first baby poop is the most disgusting ooh, thing. I know. Gross. But you know what? My wife w- <laughs> has been nursing. There is a big difference between like formula poop and then like breastfed poop. I was huge, like, ooh, huge. it is a huge difference. Um, But yeah, you know, as the time went by, you know, you learn, you get better about it. My wife told me to unclench my butt when I hold him and it got better. And he is oh now the biggest thieves. He, um, his neck is strong. My butt is mm. loose. We're having mm. a good time. We're rolling around. We're learning l- new things. He's trying to crawl. He's sitting up now. I'm just like, God, slow down. Like it is, it's amazing now. It's really fun now. Gas so. pedal. Slow down. Yeah. People are putting on yeah. some sage yeah. the Gemini. Get him All to relax. Shout out to the Bay. Shout out always to the Bay. Always, always, always to the Bay. Wow. So. So, sh- so you're like done with California then. You're Chicago all the way. I'm I'm out here. I was like, I am affording places to live. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah. It's great. What's the, like, what's you know, the drinks le- don't cost twenty dollars a glass? Like it's real nice. Mm. What's the real lesbian nice. scene like in Chicago? It's actually pretty fun. Um, it's definitely again male dominated because that's what we do. They literally have I literally live in Boys Town. Oh, you do I live in the neighborhood. Okay. But there are two other neighborhoods that are that the queer women are taking over. The older lesbian is taking over Ravenswood which is a bit north of here. And then we have Andersonville, which is like the queer women have been able to take over. And the more calm queers also live there. So the ones who aren't out here wanting to get drunk and lit and doing all the things all Why the time. Why do you live in Boys Town? Live in this. Well, girlfriend lived like a street over. And then we hung out with two of her friends, also a queer couple, who told us that there was an apartment complex, like apartment oh, open in the apartment complex that are across the hall from them. So really, we're living the queer dream because they watch our cat and all we have to do is oh, open wow. the door and they he walks over there and we watch their dog open the door. Dog walks over oh. here and it's great. Also, Goodness. I play in gay sports leagues and things like that. So we always end up over here anyway. What type of joy is it for me to go out, hang out with those friends and then be like, you know what? I'm just going to walk home. Why? Because my house is around the corner and I don't have to stay out wow. here late with you hoes. And it's it's a dream. It is a dream plus all of the businesses want all of the gays to come there so everything is pride everything is welcoming it's great like i'm benefiting from these white gays mm. over here in my little safe bubble it's nice honestly I'll take your reparations take mm. i was gonna any say you could get them <laughs> any way you could get them at this point you know those That's cis it. gay white That's men it. they they mm. they owe us a lot quite mm. frankly lot. do you miss anything about the bay i miss a lot like what? i do miss a lot about the bay i think mexican food i would assume 
first of all, God, first, second of all, because it's it's not the same. I know it's just not the same day parties. Oh, day parties. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to. I thought Chicago was all rooftop parties in the summer. It is. They start at like four. Oh, Oh, I I prefer that. What are you going to do at one o'clock? They're like, I want. Look, I need. Thank you. I was like, we started. We had day parties that started at two and then went till eight. I was like, yeah. you start at four, we're going past. And they don't stop their parties. That's mm. the other thing. So yes, it's rooftop, but it's like brunch rooftop and things like that. So I've been brunching hard, which mm. has been great. Mm. But day good. parties and stuff, it doesn't, they're like, oh, we can be on the roof at night because summertime shy is where it's at. Oh, I know. It so is bad. a great time. Mm. All of summertime, there's festivals everywhere, every weekend, the beach, sharkless and mm. warm. That's important. Oh, there's a beach. And the water is warm. She said like that's can, important. I'm that's important. Thank you. Wait, friends. there's a beach in Chicago? Yes. To the ocean? Because the lake, oh, cause the lake. lake is like, no, it's huge. Because oh. it's like all, you know, like when you look on the map, it's like the whole in between the mitten of like Michigan and Illinois. And it's huge. So it basically acts like Don't let like them call home. it a beach, though. Don't let them call oh, it, it a beach. beach. It's not. It is Isn't a beach. it a shoreline? Isn't it a shoreline? It's better than half the beaches that are in the bay. I was like, you think I mean, I'm not going to that's a shot at Liz. Alameda County for Beach. Come on. Well, but it's Virginia not. It's beach, a lake, yes. though, technically. If we're comparing, right? if we're comparing, yes, but look, we can only so ask just, for so much. We freeze in the wintertime. You give us a beach. There's nothing wrong with using lake, though. Like, why does it? Yeah, it is. It is a lake. They're the whole Lake Shore Drive. Okay. It's Lake Shore Drive. Lake Shore, a shoreline. The beaches are off the shore. Potato, potato. I'm just saying. Thank you. Um, what change have you seen in Chris since uh, Chris became a parent? Oh, this is such a oh my gosh! I love this question. Wow. (laughs) Oh man, you know, there's there's been an adulting that has happened Hmm. in Chris. That's like Chris was a calm person anyway. Yeah, smooth. But I think hearing smooth. Hearing the stories of her going out and like having to adult, especially the day that you had to watch Emery by yourself My because God, Shalane went out mm-hmm. and to hear the reactions that she comes back with. Really, it's like not much has changed, but the stories have gotten better. Yeah, I think it that's feels really like I've unlocked a new level of adulting. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm good and. My personality is all right for it, but like he will definitely test anybody he meets first. Like it's like when she would like her first couple times where she was gone for the full day or you know a couple days is like one day it would be like he shits up his back and it's like our first time doing that and it's just like holy like where do I even start? Mm-hmm. Like can we just throw away these clothes? Like can we just start that over? That is the answer. Um, actually, that's the answer to me. Um, <laughs> or you know like the food she would like pre-prepare. He was like, I want that shit fresh, and it's like okay, uh, all right. I'll do it. I'll do it. It's okay. Um, but no, it is just more of just like, yeah, like I am raising a whole human. human. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's just like, I do think about how, first off, it's a mind fuck because for the family members that didn't go to our wedding, um, slightly or overtly or slightly homophobic, once you have a kid, like, it's just like, you're straight again. They're they like, care. oh, you're back. <laughs> like, they're just they like, care. oh, God, you did all the straight things. Like, you got married and you had a kid. Oh, my God, you're straight again. Um, So people treat you so differently. So I just got back from home and there was a couple of people I didn't want to personally be around because I don't fuck with them. But, you know, it's like my mom's sisters and stuff. So it's like, you know, y'all do your thing. But it is very crazy to have that dynamic change Um, within me. I'm yeah, I'm just like, wow, I am raising a kid. 
uh, privilege to be raising a kid, more of us should be able to do so and it be cheap because it's expensive as fuck. Uh, I know, to even that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. all types of scared these days. It's Plus, nuts. I'm old. <laughs> but I'll <sighs> tell you what, like we are, you know, old is old is subjective now. Like what's 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 old? You I'm know? Thir- I'm turning well, 38 this summer. That's a geriatric. They might as well put bad. me in a wheelchair. That's what they say. That's what but it's they like. Everybody's. Say. Yeah, but you guys are young. How old are you, Chris? I'll be 35 in October. <laughs> And I'm 33. Yeah, we're in our 30s. It's different. But think about it, though. This is the way I look at it, too. And I also had older parents. My dad was like 45 when he had me. My My mom mom was was 40 when she had me. Oh, so see, I feel like you're calmer, though. This would probably be the best time in your life. Like, this is the best time. It could not even have been a year earlier. Like, this is the best time in my life. Because you're at the day party. Exactly. 2 p.m. on the dot. Exactly. Mm. So this is the best time. Most stable time of my life i know honestly that was that was the time that i got to spend the most time with chris was during those party times and chris hosting parties and hosting events and things and now to see the pivot it just it feels like a natural every weekend natural move for her and it's just so funny because it's like we could be talking we can be shooting the shit like we normally do and then she'll say something that is very much like oh wow that was really that was really adult of you to now go and say this or she just like i don't even know what that means anymore and i'm like you are a whole adult because you are raising a child. And so those those have been like the small switches that we've seen now. And it's really funny because sometimes she'll like bring Emery on screen. And because I'm not around her minus us recording, it's still funny to be like, wow, that is your child. Like, yeah, you so cute. Raised that. I'm dead for and I'm him. just like, you Thank hold you so it. And much. I'm like, that could be your, like your cousin or like, you know, somebody right. babysitting or things like that. Cause I don't get to see Chris as regularly as I used to. And, but still in my head, I have to remember like somebody says like, Oh, like how's Emery. And I'm like, that's a whole baby that Chris had. And it just like blows my mind each time, yeah. each time. Did it's you funny. watch my mom the birth? Is still shocked. I did. It was, uh, it was a, such an experience. Like we did get a doula. I do recommend that for really anybody, but any, definitely any blood color. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, I said what? I I just, like, as soon as you said yes, jaw just dropped. I just, you know what it is? I did. I know that's tight. That's some <laughs> real not adult that shit. tight as well. Like that's because it wasn't tight. It wasn't. Right? Well, I'm sure it was. I just, I... I vividly remember in sixth grade watching like the whatever the, the birthing the video birthing and video. the color nope. and the, the it was very vivid. A lot of liquid, and I just. <laughs> Got my ass up out and walked out. And it was like one of those classic California public schools where we like went to school in a trailer. I basically went to school in a trailer park. It was very strange. I don't I still don't (laughs) understand that. And I walk outside and I was like, oh, no. And I'll never forget. I walked back in. I was like, what? Eleven. And I was like, that's why women's faces are on the other side. And I sat back down. I thought I was so proud of myself. I thought I was so funny and so clever. And now yeah. I'm like, oh, Lord, because <laughs> I i mean, I was a nanny for 10 years. I've raised other people's whole kids. I wasn't just a babysitter. I was like really day in, day out. So I respect mm-hmm. it. I under that's why I'm so scared of it. I understand mm-hmm. parenting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Intimately, however, I've never done it. I always want to caveat that because the listeners mm-hmm. live to tell me I'm not a mom. Right. Um, I love saying as a parent. As a parent. Now. As anyway, a parent. As I know, a that's parent. Like, it's a new level of respect. It is a new level of respect. Plus, you're like, I'm a fucking parent. I will fuck you. I can't wait to be yeah. like a mean mom and be like, I will yeah. fuck you up. Anyway, 
That's your life. But you just that's my wife. watched. <laughs> Were so you scared? Here's the thing, though, like, I just that, would be like. I was scared. <clears throat> that video you described in middle school, during family life, I didn't watch any of that shit because I was like, none of this pertains to me. I'm gay. So the video came on. I didn't watch the video. We were also supposed to take like that crying baby home for a week or oh. write an essay. Definitely mm-hmm. wrote an essay. So I didn't do any of that shit. So I will say for it. We had an it egg live, and I killed it real quick. I was like, <laughs> we had an egg. Just on the ground. (laughs) Yeah. So I didn't do any of that shit. So I did see it live. It was different seeing it live, though, because the her epidural kicked in. So she wasn't like in any crazy pain. And it's just like you're just trying to actually motivate her to push it up because she feels nothing once that epidural hits. So I'm like, go like she doesn't even know. Like, it's just like we um, the doctor took her hand to like touch the crown of the baby because she can't like feel anything so she's not in any pain where it's just like nuts but also um, think about but yeah she's just pushing out, and then you see it and it's like oh okay kind of gross vagina. but yeah it is i'm like that's oh, a, okay that's a head coming out of okay that's okay so i saw the video live mm. um, so it wasn't bad live it wasn't bad live you're just like oh okay okay the now the afterwards like once the baby comes out and they have to like deliver the rest of the stuff now that is a little like all right all right but um no you get through it it's just like okay i all wonder right. clean the baby up and uh there we have it yeah i wonder so, if more like women women relationships because it's like for for men for the most part you know they stay behind the shoulders and they're like no i would love to see the poll to see how many men versus women actually like watch the full break. I know like, some watch. real ass dudes that have I mean my boy Ben shout out to Ben he has three boys <laughs> under six Ooh, I know they're oh, the best okay. I love Jesus. those fucking kids I talk about them all the time. they're the best oh my god he this watched it all he helped yeah he's a real man though yeah yeah but I will wow, say once you're around your pregnant adult. partner you're that's just so like adult. that's just the next thing that's the next and by that time you're, you're there, ready you know you're ready. yeah yeah it's just like who's this gonna be and like you see it and it's like crazy but like i feel like the graphics on like movies and stuff now it's just like graphic where it's just like okay well at least it's like life being born right like it's like kind of cool now cutting the umbilical cord very scared i was like here wait here can wait 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 <laughs> tell me point point where point where <laughs> like, that's oh the God. most like, oh, I'm like wait wait wait, wait. No, 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 no. i would be wait, you're like wait, what wait, if wait. i give him an audi or an innie yeah and then like when i did like the first kind of cut down like it wouldn't like cut and i was like what like is it supposedly like, like is it supposed to be yeah it, and down. now that part is kind of gross because it's just like this is <laughs> human matter uh, <laughs> that you're cutting through wow. and it's just like so i gotta like cut hard and through it and there's like blood so you welcome listeners but um yeah oh. it is an adventure <laughs> i did not you know what i love this i didn't know this is wow. so wild whoa and then they no, asked you it's like you can't say through. no right like you want to cut yeah. it not really like, but nah. and they're gonna be because they're gonna look at you and be like all right punk and yeah like, right exactly i didn't want to punk out did so, she eat her yeah. placenta no, no, she didn't keep it. I wonder what they're doing with it, but no, we didn't do any of that. Somebody mm-hmm. else ate it. Somebody Clones. got it. Somebody got it. Yeah, somebody, somebody got, got it. that placenta. Let somebody got you. it. Wow. Yeah. I'm yeah. sweating. It's wild. Sweating. Yeah. Liz, you were asking all the questions <laughs> that I like was like, I'm not even gonna enter this Why not? realm yeah, no. of what this is. I had I had a lot of other questions. Like what? Or so about the post stuff that Chris had done because I just wanted to hear about all of her first reactions to everything because I knew they were going to be iconic and they were. Oh, like when the pee sprays. I mean, listen, like especially with boy, it's like the shit up the back. The first shit up the back. It's funny. 
speaking of our friends who have three boys under three, we were over there and the little one did the other day and he's eating, he's like still, he's same age actually, eight months, mm-hmm. but still she's breastfeeding him and he's eating solid food. So mm-hmm. that poop is like beyond. I mean, that is yeah. a menagerie <laughs> of, of nutrients yeah. and things. <laughs> Yeah. And I walked in and I was like, oh, he just woke up from his nap and he, you know, was so cute. His name's George. And he just shit up to the neck. And Rachel mm-hmm. was like, oh, because she's never even changed a diaper. And I'm yeah. like, in there. Yeah. But the birth, it's the birth. That's birth. what freaks me out. And being pregnant. Out. Do you think, you, would you ever, either of you? You sound like my mom. Oh. My mom just asked me that. Sorry. Just asked me that. She's like my... trying to guilt me. I am basically um, your mom. I'm old yeah. boomer over here. I'm like, TikTok, I have 400 <laughs> followers. <laughs> right? I was like, don't be like Vanessa. Don't be like Vanessa Lachey where they come for you. Mm. Oh, I didn't. I didn't uh, no. Um, so no for me. Mm. I just feel like I'd be a terrible. Like, I'd, it'd just be horrible for it, me. I have already had bad cycles. No, no, no. Like, sh- like, my wife has like easy periods and just like pretty healthy and everything. Like. Like COVID took me down like twice. Um, yeah, you I know, did. I have bad periods. I just feel like it would be it, it it would I would be an awful pregnant person. It's just not for me. Like See, I was like, she did a great job, and like let's run this back for sure. Um, oh, you're gonna have another it. one. You she think we are? We're gonna two because I I I was like, if we're gonna do it, at least have two. Like my wife's kind. She's not an only child, but she kind of grew up as an only child, and I was like, there's a lot of only child like things that she does like, where I'm like, what? I don't want that. See, I don't want here's that. the problem. I'm like, <sighs> I'm broke out here living in California. What dream did I just try to achieve? And I said to Rachel, I was like, I'm old. I think we can only have one at this point. But I have a grip of siblings, which I love yeah. because when one acts wrong, well, first of all, I talk shit about everybody, but I just talk different shit to each sibling about the other <laughs> siblings. <laughs> you know what I mean? Balance, I'm like, yeah. well, what balance, would happen balance. if I just had one? So what yeah. does she do that's like only... She sucks at sharing. Like there's yeah. a you know, ownership of all things that is just like, oh, you've never had to really share, huh? Okay, <laughs> got it, got it. Um, let's okay. see, what else does she do? That's only child. That's the biggest thing because yeah, it's just sharing. like just every that's far reaching, which is sharing. Um, I think there's like, I think she had to grow up a little bit quicker. So I always call her like she's like fucking business casual at six, and like, like, did you ride the bus? Did you play outside? No, she's like kind of like a little working child, which is interesting. Um, yeah. So things okay. like that, where it's just like, she misses, she missed out on like the hand-me-downs or having to be patient with others. Um, <laughs> all these little things that if siblings you have siblings, your shit. you have Literally. to just like deal mm. with a lot of shit. Getting and, like thrown down the um, stairs. Oh, and just mm-hmm. also just the biggest thing, like just attention wise, like I'm the youngest and like, uh, everybody forgot attention from my parents. existed. Exactly. When I get attention from my mom, it's the greatest thing in the world. I don't expect it. I'm fine doing things independently. I love being by myself. Whereas like she is used to attention. And like when you that was a thing in earlier in our relationship where I was like, go find something to do alone. Um, Where it's like, no, she wants to be around all the time and attention, attention. attention. (laughs) So, you know, that those are the only child. Well, good thing you're young. Shana, do you want to have a kid? Right now? I'm good. I'm similar to you where I grew up either raising kids or just teaching kids. I was a music therapist for five years. So I worked with varying levels of disabilities, mental health, all sorts of things. And I'm just, I'm just like, wow, I have raised thousands of kids. 
That's I'm, tight I'm though. Okay. I didn't know you were a music. Yeah. How did okay. I, did I not, did I know that, that you were a music therapist? That's amazing. Know. It comes up. It comes up in a fun time. Like I got some instruments sitting over here. I got my drum set back there. Like it's, it's a fun time. It's a fun I could totally see you as a music therapist. Yep. And I loved working with teenagers. Teenagers were my shit. Because, really? yeah, because, yeah, because I could, I could sit and call them out on their shit. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I was like, I want to be able to explain something to you and you be able to reiterate it back. And if you just don't follow the instruction, let you know that karma is coming for you. But also being able to like sit and like teach lessons and talk to them and show them that like somebody actually cared about them and didn't give up on them. Where it's like younger kids, you're just like, I'm going to repeat this eight times. No, don't pick your booger and put it on the guitar. No, don't do this. Blah blah blah. Mm. I'm like, no, I don't want to have to. I'd rather have to tell a kid not to throw an instrument across a room rather than tell a kid to like not be gross on an instrument. Yeah. Even though I did work with younger kids, that's that was the age that I worked with when I lived in Arizona. I worked at like a school that was specifically for kids and adults with varying levels of disabilities. And I worked with a lot of kids that were like seven and under for the most part. And they were cute. They were fun. But it was just like, you know, the same thing over and over again, where it's like when I work with my teenagers, I worked at a residential treatment center. My kids live there and it was just it was fun to be able to like bond with them in music because it was very relaxing for them. It wasn't like therapy, which feels like a lot of pressure and it feels like somebody's going to attack you emotionally where it's like you come to music and it's like, oh, this is a non-threatening environment. It's great. And so I could connect with them on different levels in that front. But also my mom worked at my school. She got hired there when I was in third grade because she volunteered too much. So I would stay after school and help kids all the time. I worked Mm. at camps. I was teaching lessons. Like I was doing a lot of stuff with kids. So I'm just like me being an aunt is perfect right now. So I'm okay. No, I get it. First of all, most of my listeners know that I love teachers and it's amazing that you were a teacher. Do you think you're going to teach again? Should we say thank you for your service? Yeah, I was going to say thank you for your service. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't technically, I wasn't technically, I was a, I was a music therapist. I wasn't a teacher. I don't claim my teacher. Yeah, but that's like a big deal. I worked in things. No, don't, yeah, don't don't diminish. I was like, I was like, music therapy was a big deal. So I think it's like a I big take deal. that because teachers, what the teachers were doing in the school that I was working at, I was like, what the teachers were doing was great. And then what I was doing was great. So I just like claim my music therapy time. Well, I would like to agree with Chris. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. Yeah, <laughs> um, you said all that, but it's like, thanks for your service. But I, no, no, but I get it. I mean, I taught swimming. I, t- I taught babies how to swim in Marin. Oh, wow. I know. Oh, for like six months. Like, that just like shoved kids in the water <laughs> and then let them like figure it out. Well, no, kind of. Not really. No, I mean, I really like taught I heard kids. kind of, so it's in there. It just depends on the kids. But I did have, um, it was really fascinating though, because I ended up having, there was this family, I don't like, wow, what a random story to bring up, but we're talking about it. But they had six, five or six kids. And one mm. of their daughters, um, had a disability where she couldn't move her arm and part of her leg. Like it was maybe a muscle dystrophy. I don't know exactly what the situation was, but I spent, she was so lovely. And I spent all summer with her teaching her how to like, it's so funny. You have to be nimble in those situations. Right. Cause like, of course I'm like teaching strokes. And some of the kids were like in high school and like really good swimmers and were that their goal was to be, you know, in college or, you know, they had di- everybody had different goals. But I just we mm-hmm. kind of developed this thing together. Her name was Brittany. I hope she's doing well. She must be like 20 something now. And we just okay, learned Brittany. how to roll, to just roll around. But like so that she wouldn't drown. 
Mm-hmm. Like almost like tumble through the water. Anyway, beautiful times. It's so cool. Shout that out to Brittany. Sounds majestic. It was. It was really hard, but she got it. She uh, and so some of that learning with her was I would push her in the pool, and oh my god, I was so nervous. I was like, these rich white people are going to sue me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but Marin. everything, Marin. Yeah, I was like, but it was fine. Everything worked well, Liz, out. Thank you for your service as well. Mm. Ew, no, it you was, gotta take it. I, <laughs> You're not gonna accept it. I used to like, yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. You taught children. That's the criteria. I did. If you that's teach fine. Children. I taught kids. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, being an auntie true. is good. It's fun. I just think when you're older, it's the patience. You know, I don't have yeah. any. I hate everybody. Yeah. So, which is actually my next point. Balance. What mm-hmm. I love about your show, and what I love that you always you asked me at one point when I was a guest, and hopefully when I'm a guest again. If I'm not, I'm going to be very offended. And you always ask like what your bad queer opinion is. And some of them are real funny. People really take that in directions that I wouldn't expect, which is really nice. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they've almost gotten more heightened for some reason Mm -hmm. than Mm -hmm. I've seen most recently. What is um, your most recent, both of you, bad queer opinion? Because it always, I assume it changes with the times. Mm -hmm. And what is the craziest oh, bad queer opinion that you can remember a guest saying? Mm. Mm. Well, I definitely know the for that latter question, the most polarizing one was a recent one about um, it was Rashid Newson. I knew you were going to do that uh, one. Yeah, one. that's a lot that of lot great. of responses. That one was that. great. Um, <laughs> okay, what did Rashid say? He, he said uh, that his bad queer opinion is that he's not his ancestors' wildest dreams. Like he's queer, they probably wouldn't like him. Um, but we're we're bigger than what they could have thought. Like we couldn't live in their shoes. They couldn't live in our shoes. Like it's just two different worlds. He definitely explained it way more eloquently than I'm doing now. But essentially that where you just had some people who absolutely got it and was like, yeah, like it's not we're not tethered to what they thought of us. We're not their dreams because it's just like they couldn't even fathom us now. Like even queer folks back in the day wouldn't even really recognize might not recognize a lot of the stuff now. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, we've evolved from that. And then there was other people who were like, no, we absolutely were. And there were other queer people who would, you know, all that. So yeah. it was it was a lot of really good opinions back and forth about that. But it was a really good bad queer opinion because it it did elicit a lot of feelings, uh, mm-hmm. opposing feelings. So That's so funny. I didn't yeah. read it that way. I read that and I totally found it. Well, because here's the thing, like I even look at young queer people now and I'm like, mm-hmm. you, you're just out here doing whatever the fuck you want for the Mm -hmm. most part Mm -hmm. and it wasn't like that it wasn't even like that 10 15 years ago yeah do you know what i mean yeah and i think then it even is layered especially what your background and heritage are if you're white black asian where you're from are you from america what does that look like living in another country being queer now like yeah so many different things anyway interesting okay yeah i didn't think that was the one that you were gonna pick but Shana, no. now <laughs> yeah, that time. is well. It's it's the ones that spark conversation are the ones that are the best. Honestly, it's fun to see how people take the different opinions because you can take it for like the clickbait that it is, or you can take it for the full conversation that comes from it. And some people take the clickbait and just see what it is and run with that. And other people hear the whole conversation and are able to say like, "That's interesting." here's what my perspective could be like, because some people who like Chris was saying for Rashid's like some people just came in and were like, what are you saying? Our ancestors weren't queer. And it's like, 
No. No one said that. Definitely no one said that. (laughs) Calm down. Nobody has said that. And other folks who were like, oh, this just flipped something in me, or this is something new, or I've never even thought of it in this perspective, or that hit too close to home. And it's really fun to see the bad core opinions that spark conversation, because that's all we're hoping for. That's that's all we want is to be able to point out those different things. And while you can agree or disagree with it or agree with part of it, whatever, you are sparking conversation and you're sparking thought. And a lot of people don't have the open space to have that because when we're talking about the queer community, it's either you love us or you hate us. And that's, and that's it. But when we get to go within the queer community and actually talk about these things that sound quote unquote polarizing, it's fun to see the reactions because it's almost like we're giving permission for people to talk about it and to have these conversations and to know that like coming to our podcast and coming to our page, it's a safe place to talk about it. And yeah, we might throw some shade, but it's fun. And that's and that's the hope. That's what we hope to do with bad queer opinions. So what's the one that you love as of late? Oh my gosh. I know. As of I know, I was about to I was scrolling back to see mm-hmm. what somebody said as of late. <laughs> <laughs> or all time. Could be all time. I know. I was like, I was like, let me we we did have like a big conversation recently, and and this is unfair because it's my bad queer opinion, but you know, I I did one where we talked about like how the equivalent of not liking bisexuals because they've been with men is the same as like straight women who won't date men who have had a gay experience. But we only talk about one. Mm. We never talk about the yeah. other. Yeah. And that was a whole thing. There was a lot of there was a lot of bisexual slander. Couple, always couple bis- months ago, I get bisexual I mean, slander, but it like it like always. ebbs and flows. And I was just like, we need to talk about both sides of this, and also getting deeper um, into the conversation around how it like impacts more like black women or black men, uh-huh. and how that intersectional identity comes into it. So that was a really big conversation that we had. Ooh, I like well. that. Yeah. Which ones did you like personally, Liz? That like, or I guess since the last time we've been on, that you were like, yeah, let's talk about that. Let's there was one back about on a one. strap. I don't remember. Y'all talk about straps all day on that show. Yeah, Somebody had day. some crazy strap thing. I was like being a fly, a femme fly on the wall, watching mm-hmm. the like stud conversation and mm-hmm. the butch mm-hmm. conversation. Because as someone that likes to top from the bottom, I, <laughs> I really yeah. am like, oh, well, at least these sensitive thugs are at least... Really oh. coming clean about what it really is. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah. Mm. So yeah. I what think, strap? I can't remember. Like, I should have come more prepared to my own podcast. Is it? I wonder if it's the. Well, I know there was a. This was a Sam J thing about it. Strap. Straps being overrated, which I definitely agreed with, where it's like, that's not. Did you have Sam on your that's podcast? That's best of what we could do. Like, that's not yeah. my go to. But I think that's a thing of like what. And, and I'm actually, I'm not going to speak for every set here any dice that whatever masculine identifying uh person but for me i like that's not my go-to and especially as you get older like i don't want to like strap oh up like it's I'm like, like stepping it's in so much it's like literally it's so like i mean you it's like no no no, no. it's like going in yeah. like the little baby swings it's so you got to put the one leg through the one <laughs> thing and if the one leg yeah. doesn't go through the other yeah. leg it's like a whole thing yeah. Then it's and your- it's that awkward moment between like whatever you do were doing, you know, before and everything to just kind of get to that point and warm it up, mm-hmm. everything. And then it's just like we gotta take this awkward pause for me to yeah. 
with this fucking like it's just it's it's so, it's so intense not the greatest. it's all like, like it you don't so have like overrated. your talking game down if the you room do. isn't like on par if like if any part of that is lacking the experience is ruined it's yeah. ruined yeah it's, yeah so i don't know yeah. i think that's one i hated my bad pure my bad queer opinion if you remember if you recall was oh, that, that i body. don't like <laughs> armpit hair Mm. yeah and i don't yeah there were some opinions about that yeah people weren't <laughs> like, feeling me for yeah. that i'm yeah. sure people said all types you know, of that's shit. okay that's okay yeah. and that's, you know what that's why and we you have these conversations there are people there are people who don't like it and phoebe like, bridgers yeah. just walked the met gala red carpet and i was like literally the words that came out of my mouth were damn she looks really good her armpit hair creeps me out it looks mm. warm soft <laughs> moist <laughs> moist and i don't <laughs> like it i don't like yeah. it on men Ugh. women non-binary i don't care who yeah. you are you're like equal opportunity just yeah. don't like, like it of, yeah. i'm just not into yeah. armpit hair of any kind mm -hmm. yeah. so yeah that was my bad queer opinion I, I i wonder if my bad queer opinions have changed my most recent was that i don't like the um kim petrus Nicki minaj song alone i don't i'm yes, not into yeah. it it's not really for me. 10 seconds and I was out of it. Me like, too. Mm -hmm. I was like not in, out, and then I, it was mm -hmm. over. So I, I would say that is my one today. I think my bad queer opinions though, and that's why I asked you if you know you have a new one that you have yourself or mm, what ones of late that you have resonated with you. Because for me, especially being an ornery, tired, old person, they really are coming up every day where I'm like, you know what? <laughs> can't handle this don't can't like it, it you know yeah i was like trying to think what was a good like recent one that we did um it's always a, and that's funny that you mentioned it's like grumpy old man kind of thing now where it's just like oh, i don't like this but i'll <laughs> well i'll you know what i'll share a conversation this is we haven't had this conversation yet but i was talking to a friend of mine that is in the community and like still can't really wrap their head around like just all of the pronouns that are out out and like the newer ones and like had sent me one the other day I, they just discovered z zier like with the z mm. it was just like what the that fuck was does popular that a while ago and i feel like the z zier i felt i feel like that has gone not as po mainstream not as it popular. had a moment yeah. like people then, use it i've seen i've seen people who are using it but yeah, yeah. it's not can you explain for the not to put you on the spot for the listeners what someone might use easier or is easier yeah it's just another genderless pronoun that's right? what i was out said, there but i was yeah. like yeah. let yeah. me let you fall on the sword yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like right, and that's why I let put me, right. Let like, you say the right wrong queers, thing. Like, just to put y'all back on the spot. Right, queers, just so y'all yeah. could be like in trouble too. Putting your definitions yep. at the beginning, yep. and we're if like, oh, do we have to go back and study? Because we can you do co sign that. it, then we're all wrong. That's um, it. But yeah, it's like a genderless pronoun and everything. But my friend was just like, who is queer? Is just like, it's just too much. Like, it's just too much. And I was like, I do hear that a lot in our community. It's usually the L's and the G's and the B's are usually complaining about just. Mm -hmm. Ex new expansive language i don't know if this is a bad queer opinion but i just i'm so sick of the l the g's and the b's being so just like i don't know just like making a it's big a deal out of it like language has always expanded like why the fuck can't like queer people expand language now like we're drawing the line now like there's a new word or words every day language has always expanded we are self-defining for the first time ever like we could do whatever the fuck we want and for that particular 
uh, like Zizir, I, I was like, how often are you going to actually meet someone who goes by those pronouns? <laughs> exactly. Like, it's not going to happen a lot. Like, yeah. it's just not. And, it, and when it does, like, what is it to just respect somebody by just calling them that? Like, it takes nothing to do that. Like, it's, it's not that big of a deal. I agree with you more. It's, who yeah, gives I'm getting tired fuck? of complaining. Who, who cares? gives a fuck? That's yeah. kind of my position on so many things. Like, why do you care? Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's so it's the, weird. It's like, it's aren't so you, don't you, I'm tired. I have a lot of things going on. I, yeah, I got a lot of content to ingest, got a lot of yeah. work to do. Why the fuck do I care what somebody else wants to be called? And what is the extra effort that I have to put right. in to disrespect somebody? Why can't I yeah. just be like, yeah, sure, whatever the fuck you want. Like, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Literally yeah. don't care. Yeah, that's yeah. A, I think it, that's a it good It doesn't bad, affect anybody good, bad, in opinion. reality. Like, it just does mm -hmm. not for real. It's just a respectful thing. Like, it's not a lot. Like, I, I was like, and especially if you're a, a fan of hip hop or rap, I was like, we got new words all the time. I didn't think thought was going to make it as far as it did. That hoe over there. Like mm -hmm. when thought first entered the lexicon, I was like, this isn't going to, this isn't going to happen. Like I thought it was going to be like fetch where it's just like, okay, this is, you know, it's funny. Ha ha. But thought is like a real fucking word. Thought has mm -hmm. had staying mm -hmm. power. Um, bling bling had its run where mm -hmm. it's just like, that's like a it when you fucking do it. sound effect, bling, you know? Right there. <laughs> so That's what I'm saying. So if you're a fan of rap or hip hop or just, any just the fucking English language or any language shit always evolves. I just Listen don't understand to why anyone like, from the Bay Area speak. Literally, it was so yeah. funny. I watched this video recently where whatever some guy was interviewing somebody by the Bay Bridge, and <laughs> I knew what this person was saying. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that nobody. If you and again, I haven't lived in the Bay Area in ten years, but that sort of language just and those mm -hmm. words don't go away. And it was so funny because I was listening to it. I was like, holy shit, because I don't listen to people's, you know, use that vernacular down here. And I was like, damn, people would be like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Sense. But you know what? It all made sense to me. Yeah. Who yeah. am I to judge? You know? Here we are. Yeah. Doesn't affect anybody that much. Um, I miss you guys. I love you guys. I miss you too. Happy three year Thanks. anniversary. Thank you for Thank coming you on so here. Much. Also one of three. Obviously, you gotta come back <laughs> to Bag Beers. So I love your shaming people. That's my biggest ready. thing. I just shame and guilt until I get on people's podcasts. No, you know but you gotta come back. You gotta come back. Like you have I know. to come back. I'm scared. Yeah, I don't know which time, guys are gonna so ask me. I gotta get all you know, it's already. gonna be fun. It's yeah. gonna be fun. It's always That's a fun time. It's always a fun time. Uh Shana, I will see you in Chicago. Damn right you will. I'm like yeah. nervous and scared. I mean, I'm not so nervous and scared this. of Chicago, but like, I can't believe I've never been to Chicago before. I don't really care about a deep dish, though. Either. Do I have to have a deep dish pizza? No, you don't have to. What if I don't want a deep dish pizza? What would be the other food item that I should get in Chicago? A Chicago dog. But I Ooh, those are good. But guess what? Here's my bad person opinion. opinion. <laughs> you know Ooh. how I like my hot dogs? I like them grilled split open so they're flat with just ketchup okay that's not bad it could have been worse that's not, i didn't that's, know it could have been way worse that's like, not I bad, bad. chicagoans it's like that's no, not that bad that's typically like how i would have had it and then yeah, i came to chicago and experienced the joy i got two cousins that is the chicago that right dog. now i don't <laughs> like mustard really mm. yeah i didn't either and i had it and for some reason it all right worked. fine i'll do it yeah 
I'll get the heartburn. I'll bring some Pepsi AC. Come on, adulting. That's AC and Tums has to be in your bag. Oh my like, god, Chris it has to be in your bag. You should have seen us in Mexico last week going into the pharmacy. I was like, I need Ooh. some Ozempic and I need some Pepsi AC. And she was like, Okay, got it. Absolutely. Yeah, no. no. All right, Chicago no. dogs and uh, Chris, send me um, your son. Welcome to LA. Yeah, where look? Where would you take me in LA? Where would I take Ooh. you in LA? Yeah. Downtown. I take you to Soho House downtown. Okay. We turn Ooh, come up. Come on, Soho House. You know there's a Soho House out here, too. Yeah, I'm staying there. Mm. Oh, perfect. Look at you. Oh, that means I can get to I can use your yep. plus one. Come on. Sure can. Sure can. <laughs> bring your girlfriend. I can it is going to be warm. We can do that rooftop pool. Come on. Yeah, Aww. we can. For Aww. sure. See, look. Auntie Liz awesome. in the building. Look at y'all. Um, Boom. That's so awesome. Thank y'all for y'all's service. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all for y'all's service, honestly. <laughs> It was hard for me to wrap up this uh, this episode. I could talk to these two for the rest of time. I'm so in awe of Chris becoming a parent. I'm so happy for Shayna that she moved to Chicago with her girlfriend. I love reconnecting with people. I think sometimes, you know, we all look at what we're, what we're doing on social and we listen to episodes and whatever, but nothing really beats a proper catch up. I hope that you follow them and listen to their podcast. Word on the street is they will probably have a Patreon soon, which you should 100% subscribe to. And um, I don't know if you have a bad queer opinion, let them know and let me know. <laughs>